Hello and welcome back to one. Uh, hello and welcome back to the Premier League project. Not one once every week. I've just filmed that. You can check it out. Link in the description. Today I'm on with a birthday boy. That sounded a bit like you're three years old. He's not. He's 19. But twenty. Yeah, he was 19 yesterday. He's now 20. <laughs> <laughs> this has not started well. Anyway, we'll, we'll crack on. So we're reviewing. We've got George back on. How are you, George? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. How are you? A bit hungover, I've heard. But you know. uh, I'm dying. I'm dying. Anyway, so we're gonna we're reviewing obviously Man City losing at home to Man United, which I imagine didn't didn't go particularly well for you in your in your life, George. No, I think that's why I got so drunk last night to to forget it. Yeah, so yeah, not really forgive and forget either. It's more just forget. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to what not just the fact that you lost. Why why did you lose? So it didn't start well for you, did it? To be honest, I mean, it literally couldn't start much worse. You give away a penalty in within 40 seconds, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was poor. It was every player was terrible yesterday. <laughs> we was, we was End so the podcast big. there. That's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much can. We were poor. We were we were sloppy. We looked tired. And yes, we lost the game and the runs over 21 uh, 21 wins, but. Yeah, still 21 wins on the bounce. It was, it was inevitable that we were going to lose. And it's just, I, I knew for a fact it would be against United. Oh, it's always Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He's got a, it, quite a record at the Etihad. They can't win Arsenal away, anyone like that. But it Man had to be play. United to be the team that ended the win the win streak. But yesterday, we were just poor. We we looked tired. It looked... I don't, try, I don't really know how to sum it up, but... Hung over, just looked tired. <laughs> I'm not the team you hate the most then, of all of them like, oh, I, I absolutely despise them. <laughs> I, I, them I do think it's one of them where you hate them more than they hate you if I'm being honest yeah yeah like, you say United fans don't United but, fans don't even worry about us they don't care about us but yeah. they were celebrating that yesterday it's the same sort of with Leeds Man United as well Leeds care so much more about Man United than Man United care about us but that's yeah. always going to happen because they were such a sort of dominant team for so long <laughs> I do see y'all develop a bit of a rivalry now with Liverpool, though. That's sort of a little thing that started to boil, isn't it? Yeah, that's a few years out time, that'll be bigger. <laughs> anyway, going on to, for starters then, was the penalty a penalty? It the was penalty a... was a penalty. Yeah. It was. And then, going on to the penalty then, that was a penalty, Was should the keeper saved it? It's Bruno Fernandes, pen merchant, isn't it? Like... <laughs> He, he was destined to score a penalty against us. I nearly put a fiver on it, actually. <laughs> um, wish, wish I did, but... Been a bit of a... <laughs> sort of positive out of the whole... Like... Trauma. He could have done more. It's It was a good penalty, well-placed. Fair play for getting an hand on it, but he just couldn't keep it out. It was one of them, though, where it won't... You know, there's some, Bruno does two sort of types of penalties. Just where, one where he tries to deceive the keeper and one where he tries to blast it in the top corner and just go for placement. Mm-hmm. That yesterday was a try, one, uh, like a deceive one where he was trying to send the keeper the wrong way. And, and the keeper went the right way. Ah, I hate to criticise keepers on penalty saves because realistically it's all on the attacker. Like, like they've got the... What's, Definitely. But still, I, I, if you get a hand, he should. I think he should stop it. To be honest with you, you know they'd have made him take it again anyway, because no doubt he'd been off his line or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he had to score a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think he could have done more, maybe. But 
It was no, just crazy from Jesus, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sloppy. It was needless. Did you see his reaction after as well? It was if, like, he didn't expect him to score the penalty, and then when it went in, then he were really angry with him. Yeah, he was. Well, fair play. He loves the club, and can I swear? Not really. Well, he messed it up for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think about Jesus then? Because for me, and I saw, I heard someone say this, I can't remember I heard it, so I'm sorry for the person that said it, but you've got 10 world-class players and you've got one sort of good player. He's not... I, I swear I say this week in, week out, even when he bags a brace against Wolves. Um, he's not good enough. He's not clinical enough to replace Sergio Aguero. He's not fast either. Like He's not... Like they, they, they played really a high line in Man United yesterday, a lot of the time. And Jesus, the only reason they could do that is because Jesus isn't quick enough. And I, I, he just tries, because Aguero does it perfect. Aguero isn't quick. Yeah. But he can hold the ball. He knows when to give away the ball or to shoot. Jesus just, he takes the mick with it. He, he, he always wants to get not even just like an extra touch. It's always like little. Oh, I'll tap it here, I'll tap it there. And he just takes mean. so many extra touches. And in the end, he always gives the ball away. He's not a striker. Is he better off the left? Because I remember one of the best games I saw him was away at Madrid last year. And he played and, off the left there. Yeah, yeah. But we've got that many wingers. I just yeah. I just don't know how he fits into this team. And I don't know why he's starting, because we've got players that can... Because we rotate that attacking three so much. Well, attacking four with De Bruyne coming in. And yeah. I, I just don't think he even has a place in the team. I think Bernardo Silva could have took it off. Foden could have took his place. And it would change oh, the entire attacking style yesterday. Yeah, no, you are, you are better for me. And I don't know if it's just because of the quality of Hazus, but you are better when you play a false nine, to be honest. I think that suits you more. Because yeah. it, you're all about sort of moving and passing and moving. And the fact that no one knows when anyone is because you're playing the false nine. It's not like the centre-backs just mark someone. So I, it, Lindelof's job yesterday was just to mark Hazus. And yeah. Maguire sort of gets the free roll. But if you'd have played a false nine, they'd have been that defence would have been all over the place and you're dragging them all over the gaff. I but, mean, everybody was out of it yesterday. Nobody wanted to run it. We were just, we looked bored. We we wasn't running. At, at one point, I think I said it to the, like out loud, and then Martin Tyler said something about them walking around. Yeah. I was the telly, and we were just, we looked lifeless. But I'm sure, I'm sure we're gonna uh, the league. Oh, still bored. Gonna win the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, then there's some real serious questions. Yeah. The thing is. It's not even the fact that you might start dropping points because you still could. It's the fact that no one else will still catch you because they're all so bad as well. Yeah. I don't... Like I don't... Last year, where they, or two years ago, when they're almost ready to pounce on any mistake. There's mm. no one like that. So yeah. even if you start dropping points, this, <laughs> they're all going to drop points as well. So, yeah. We no, can't. I get what you mean. Like, it's all... We can say, oh, you lost you lost against United. You're so, you're so bad. But they're second in the league at the end of the day. You're so far superior to them, like realistically. Yeah, but they've got we, Fred and McTominay. We had to, we had to, we had to drop points. Soon you enough. did, you did, you did. To go 21 games, game, it, that game. If you'd have lost, like if you'd have drawn with Wolves midweek and then beat Man City, it wouldn't have been a big of a thing. No, no. Yeah, beat Man United, not you can't beat. It them. just had to be United. <laughs> so, all he's done him three, is it three out of four times now. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Sterling's yet to score against United ever. Ollie the Wally doing it again. <laughs> He's at the wheel. 
Going on to Sterling then, because you mentioned him just then with a little comment about him, the fact he's never scored. He won't good yesterday either. He can't, he's so annoying to watch. I can't have him for England, honestly. He, he, but that's the thing. He, you, you see him against Wolves. Yes, he didn't score, but he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't think we can judge yesterday's performance, like individually players on yesterday's performance, because that was the entire team. Sterling was poor. He was, he looked lifeless, but so did Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, but Sterling. Sterling is not a prolific finisher and never has been. Like you can, I know everyone's you're gonna throw the goal start at me. But it's there's a lot about what you see when you with your eyes. Like not just about stats, just about what you see with your own eye. And I watch him play and he misses loads of chances all the time yeah, and he he's, always, not, he's not a finisher and that that's <laughs> that's the truth. But also using your eyes, you'll see that off the ball, he's absolutely no. He is that he like, the runs, the passes, even if it's just like a, a little dummy run that drags the defender away. It's just countless times he's he's off the ball, just brilliant. It, that's it's, that's the difference between him and Mares. Mares yeah. is better on the ball. Sterling is better off the ball. That's that's mm. that's how that's how it, if, if, they, if you had the combined player them two that you're talking like. A top top level performer. Yeah, yeah. But they almost yeah, they just Sterling. He just misses. Yeah, that prolific sort of finisher sort of. I think we just put out the complete wrong team yesterday. Where where, where are you going wrong then? What what went wrong? So Sterling, Mares, and Jesus were absolutely brilliant against Wolves. And after that performance, I understand why he just wanted the same attack. Yeah. But I don't think that was the right team. I don't think De Bruyne should have started. I think Bernardo Silva should have been in there. I think, although he's been absolutely brilliant of late, I think Fernandinho should have started in front of instead of Rodri. And I think Jesus should have been benched and Foden should have started. I do wonder about Foden because he never seems to play him. You're going to throw an example of Liverpool here, but a lot of the big games... There's still something there, isn't there, with Pep and Foden? He's not, like, 100% trusting him. I know, and I, I, don't, I don't really understand why, because you see in, in press conferences, Pep Guardiola absolutely loves Foden. Well, that's what he comes out... He, I, I almost think he does that, though, to sort of... So people don't talk about the fact that he doesn't play him, like, in these big games. I agree, and I, I, I don't really know why, because he's proved that he can do it. I know on, that's what... On every thought. single level. Phil Foden should be starting week in, week out. And when we have performances like that, or play, because a, a slight dip in a player's form in this, with how we're playing at the minute, bar last night, obviously. Yeah. You, you get you get subbed, you get benched. Because you've and got such a strong squad. It feels like Foden hasn't had a bad game yet, and he's still getting dropped, he's still getting benched. Yeah, this is what I mean, because... Somehow, in my he's one of your best players, Foden, for me. Mm. Uh, but if you were playing in the Champions League final, say I don't know who against, say Bayern Munich, he doesn't. I don't think he picks Foden so for some reason. No, There's something about him where he picks De Bruyne, he'll probably pick Gundogan, he'll probably pick Sterling. Diaz will definitely mean defence. Edison, I mean net. Cancelo will be playing. Yeah, but I won't be surprised if Foden wasn't. But I think he has to. Like, so do I. So do I. It's weird that I don't know what. I don't know what he doesn't do. I know he missed a big chance, but he still, when he came on, made stuff happen. He, he? brought life into the game. He that did. was it. As soon as he got onto the pitch, he, he kind of kicked everybody in the ass, like kicked him into gear. But it was just too little, too late, and it wasn't enough, obviously. So 
I think what? Phil Ford and after last night's performance, he might play next game and we can try again with him and try again. And he'll play really well, I'm sure of it. Yeah, but, yeah. But what, what, where are you with the Aguero thing then? Why is he not getting played? Like he played against who did he play against? I'm trying to think. But well, he's played recently. I know that, and he started yeah. again. Yeah. But he didn't bring him on yesterday. Um, What's going on there? I don't understand the subs yesterday. Bringing on a Kyle Walker when we go two 0 down. I don't not bringing Bernardo Silva on. Bringing Foden on really late into the game. I was shouting a lot at my TV. <laughs> with Aguero, with him not being massive like a Lukaku, like really strong, really tall. Yeah. Or like really quick. He's more a technical sort of player, isn't he? Yeah. May it could literally be he's not as sharp as he can be. And Pep's seen that or he's seen something on the training ground and gone, he's not at where he needs to be right now. So he can't yeah. get into the team. Because who do you take out that out of out the team that plays him week out week in, week out? Yeah, but the thing is with Aguero and he'll always have it. Although his brain might slow down or and all these other things, he'll get lose a bit of yard of pace. Mm. If you give him a chance, the ball will end up in the back of the net. Definitely. And the fact of the matter is, Sterling missed a right sitter, and he could have made it 2-1. If you score, you probably wake up and might yeah. even want to draw or win the game. And if that's Aguero in that situation, the ball is in the back of the net. And that is the difference, I think. And that's why, for I me, definitely agree. looking on the sideline, I'm thinking, why why is Aguero not going on this pitch? Even, like... Yeah, he didn't do much that game. He did come back. I think he got subbed off after like 55 minutes. Um, but still, we need to be playing it. He's got to prove him that he can do it because the end of the season is approaching quickly and he's not going to get a new contract. Do you, do you actually think that? Do you generally think- I, I genuinely think we won't give him a new contract at the end of the year. Is it? Are you looking at then sort of a Haaland to come in or something like that? Definitely. Definitely. Apparently, uh, I've, I've been reading a lot of a lot of news recently, and it's it's looking likely that we're gonna that he's our number one target. That's so. it. He's in for a lot. A lot of clubs are in for him, though, aren't they? So, yeah, but the thing is, Harland will. He's, all, he's quite a selfish player when you watch him, and he's all about goals, assists, and not yeah. goals. Just not assists, just goals. <laughs> That's what he is. But then, and in Man City's team, they create so many chances compared to like a Man United, etc. Mm. That. I can just see him going there and just because he's he, his shot conversion rate is absolutely phenomenal and his movement is unbelievable as well. Man, like he's, you're talking he's scoring 40, 50 goals in that Man City team generally. Uh, uh, we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. I, I almost don't want it to happen because you will just run away with the league. Like you already know this is going to be your third and four. Like it's, you're gonna. We don't want a one-team league. Like we don't want a PSG in the in the. Liga and we don't want a Bayern Munich well especially for neutrals obviously you're just going to want your teams to run away with it every year yeah no but I don't like the the seasons where we win by 20 oh, points get lost lad no, no. I, I like a good title race I like having a Liverpool literally a point behind us knowing every single game that if we slip up we're screwed and I like the although I want us to win the league as well I don't want us to slip up but I just <laughs> it kind of it adds another a layer to it, if you understand. Yeah, but you're not hoping now that you lose a few games in Man City. Oh, of course not. No, I'll, run away with, I'll run away with it happily, but would, would I have preferred the team to be right behind us? So kick just it just adds a bit more, a bit more you, fun. You, to you, it. you Man City fans have been too spoiled over the years if you are saying that. 
if Leeds were flying away with the league like Man City are, I'd be absolutely fine. <laughs> like the way we, we were 10 points clear last year, and I'm like, oh, make it 20 points, make it 30 points. I don't care. I'm not wanting <laughs> Swansea or whatever behind our backs, trying to shake it down. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, you've been spoiled there by, oh. Uh, that did sound very spoiled. To be we don't want to run away with it. We don't want to be 30 points clear at the top and a bit of brag to everyone. Mm-hmm. We want someone behind us so we can sort of just tap them on the head when we win the league. Yeah, I don't, I don't see us going into terrible form now. I, f- I think the run had to come to an end. What with um, two days, we've got Southampton. We'll win that, and then Fulham. We'll win that. Fulham are <laughs> a bad side to be fair at the moment. No, so. Fulham are a really good side. I do like Fulham, um, but we'll beat them. <laughs> I think it'll be comfortable. Leicester, terrible form at the minute. We'll beat them. You have got Leeds. We'll beat you. I think it'll we'll, we'll just fucking sorry. My bad. No, sorry. Right, we'll just destroy you. I don't see from now until the end of the season we've got Chelsea and we've got Everton on the final day. I, there is no last night we don't need to worry about last night because it's fine. No, I, I get your point with that. And I, I think you've you're Right, so that you will just you won't have a problem in the league. The only thing I would um, sort of like to bring up is the fact that will this have an impact on the Champions League where you are consistently playing the best teams? Mm. Like you've you've proved last night that if you sit back against us and it is on the break and the clinical with your chances, we are beatable. And in the players' heads, if you play in a team that do that, I look at maybe Atletico. I don't. I know they might not get through, but teams of that sort of ilk. It proves that you're not this sort of invincible team and that you yeah. can sort of... I, I completely agree with that, yeah. Which I wouldn't think is, would be a big of an issue if you had, say, drawn to Wolves and beat Man United. I, yeah. would, I wouldn't have had that same sort of um, thought process, I guess. No, I, I, I completely agree with that. And it's funny, actually, we say that because it doesn't surprise me in that situation then that your record in the Champions League isn't right cracky, because it isn't. No, we'll talk about this at the end of the season. Let's see how far we can go this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd like I'd like to win it sometime. <laughs> you, you've got a be- best chance of anyone this year, I think. Yeah, yeah. With everybody, every team in in Europe. With... If, if you if you lose, it'll be because you're you've lost, you've killed yourselves rather than them killing you in a way. Yeah, I, I agree. Which is the same every time Man City get knocked out. That's it. But we're going for four competitions right now. We're playing. So much football, like in such quick su- succession. Couldn't you are, but you're not because you've got such a big squad that you just make seven changes, then everyone gets a rest again. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, the re- for me. Your starting eleven. You're not going to like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Your starting eleven isn't that much better than the rest of the league. The fact is that they can be rested, and then the next seven that come in are as good as the the seven that have just gone out. So if you just have your best eleven versus another team's best seven, that anything could happen really. And you're not far superior. It's the fact that then the next game against Southampton, you make seven changes. You bring in uh, Ferran Torres, bring in Foden, who didn't play much, bring in Laporta, who didn't play, and you can just rinse and repeat, bring in a Fernandinho. And then all them lads get a rest. So then you yeah. with all these games, you can you can carry on sort of competing on all fronts. But then again, you're seeing the same players picked week in, week out. You're seeing Gundogan, you're seeing Ruben Diaz. Well, actually, he's been rotated a, a few times this season. Um, Gundogan, each... He's in the team every he's game. The only, he's the only one though. Cancelo. He, yeah, he still gets the rest though. Like you rested him against Wolves. Did you rest him against Wolves? 
Yes. No, we didn't yeah. play him on the left. We played left back. Well, yeah, I've, I remember a game, I can't remember recently where he was. Yeah. Because you do have Kyle Walker that can go and you've got Zinchenko. You've got like, that. that's the three you can, then you can mix yeah. it about, really. And then you've got obviously midfield, all, all your midfielders, and yeah. That's the, the that's the reason for me why you're running away with it. It's not because your starting eleven's so superior. It's the fact that your squad is so superior. But we are playing good football as well. Yeah, you are. But Pep, we, but you've got the best manager, one of the best managers at the helm as well, which which yeah. sure helps that. Just imagine Haaland with under Pep Guardiola learning his words. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that because I, I do see a thing where you just <laughs> it's like a cheat code. <laughs> yeah, because the fact is, Man City. The reason they hadn't been beaten to the fellows because you missed loads of chances. Like you do, that people like Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving Sterling our time this podcast, but it's true. Or <laughs> Sterling, if you're listening, Sterling, you won't be. But anyway. that's what we're lacking. That's the only place we're actually lacking. Is just the clinical finishing. And and Haaland offers you that. He's the most clinical striker in the world at the moment. So yeah, yeah. And he's young, and he'll play there for years, and you'll probably win every Premier League under the sun when he gets there. But. <laughs> no, let's just hope that doesn't happen. Anyway, have you got anything else you want to mention in this sort of talk? Thanks for making my birthday even better for having That's... me on here. Well, I'm I'm hoping that did happen, but I we'll have to see. <laughs> Thanks for coming on your birthday anyway. And no. Follow him on Twitter. Give him a little birthday message. Say like, "Happy birthday, you small boy." Something like that. <laughs> anything you want. Not not within within reason. Don't be too so silly, but you know you probably. I mean. <laughs> Let's see how many people watch it, but you know. Anyway, we are talking nonsense now, so thanks for listening, everyone. And George, thanks for coming on as usual. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now.